to mad breeze. But yeah, thank you for joining in, Adam. And also on the line, I have another artist um, from Ukraine, from the city of Odessa. Her name is Inas. Hi, hey, Inas. Hello. Hello. Hey. Hello. Adam is a, is also a musician, um, and he works on video games, and he de- designs sound. Uh, so it's interesting that we all have the same thing that we do. So it's very easy to speak about um, music making in general. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we can just start. Uh, I'm gonna just start with talking a little bit about Mud Breeze since it's the first episode. Um, that I ever do. It's just this little project that I decided to come up with where I wanted to give people the space where they feel comfortable and confident talking about something that interests them uh, in a genuine way. And now we've got like better, uh, you know, take possibilities to thing. Um, I figured why not create this uh, online episodes of uh, this program and just talk with my friends about what we like and what we don't like and what we think about different subjects. So the first episode is about music making and the second episode will be an interview with a DJ called Tease and then the third episode will be about design in general. So I'm inviting multiple designers, including my friends. Uh, the first thing I wanted to speak about is music. So first, uh, my audience, let me introduce my guests. Um, first, I would like to start with Adam. Cool. Adam from Prague. Adam, can you please tell us a little bit about you and what you do, and also why do you do it? <laughs> well, yeah, I'm a, I am a. I think that the best. Uh, I was always like thinking like how to how to. Sorry, I mean, um, I'm trying to figure out how to uh, how to describe what I do and who I actually am. Uh, well, I think it would be. My credits on Kingdom Come Deliverance uh, were adaptive music designer. So basically, I was I'm someone who figures out how to do interactive music and how mm-hmm. and how to uh, come up with uh, content of the music so that it could be it could be used in video game uh, in in video games and in uh, other interactive contexts. So basically, you you uh, get ready for for any eventuality which might which might happen in the world that you want to build or in an application that you are writing or in uh, in some in some public space that you that you want to that you want to somehow uh, fill with music and and why and why well i i find it fascinating because i am a i'm a programmer and i'm a musician in like one person so i i like uh combining these two things and and there's a plenty there's a plenty of both in this in this profession so <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's nice to do something with passion, uh, and to make your passion your job, and then that will just make it more genuine and more um, beautiful. And mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about we love audio. What is it? Oh, we love audio. We love audio is um, is a is a is a company based in uh, in uh, uh, in Austria in Graz, and we are making um, two things and. Uh, one is the technology for adaptive music in your video game, and the other one is, uh, and the other thing that we do, and it's, which is related, um, is that we make content for this engine. So basically, you go to our website and you can you can buy music from from us, and the music is going to be ready for 
for your video game in terms of uh, it's like a, we're essentially it's like a music with an API, right? So you choose you choose the uh, pieces of music that you would like to use and that mm-hmm. that, that were composed by by, by us. Uh, most of the pieces were were done by by, by brilliant uh, uh, music composer uh, Denover, uh, who is based in Graz, and uh, and we have multiple multiple different genres, multiple different uh, let's say pieces of of music, multiple different uh, let's say uh, contexts in which the music could be used, and then uh, you and then you go to your game in Unity and you import stuff that you get from our website. And uh, so you basically, th- that is some kind of a plugin and there are some assets that you get from our website uh, based on your selection. And then you go and, uh, and you can control them using a simple API in nice. your video game. I think a good example of that is what uh, the uh, game makers of uh, Final Fantasy did with their last version. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where you know, depending on the character position, you will have different music played in the background, and especially when the character gets into a fight, for example, the music gets more intense and more uh, faster in rhythm. Yep, yep, yep. You can you can do that with our system, yes. Great to know <laughs> that. Awesome. So, um, also, Inas, uh, please do the same thing. Like, tell us a little bit about you. What do you do? And most interestingly, why do you do it? <laughs> okay, my name is Inas. It's my real name. I'm from Ukraine. Uh, I think you talked about this in the beginning. Uh, I don't produce at all. <laughs> I only seen, I've tried once. I opened Ableton. I opened uh, all the YouTube tutorials and I was like oh my god like this shit is so difficult I'm not I'm not trying <laughs> I don't play any instruments my only instrument is my voice and I've been singing since like the age of nine professionally mm. Mm. I make a lot of music I sit on a lot of music I don't release stuff for a very long period of time because I need it to be perfect and uh, the last song that you have discovered me from yeah like like you uh it's actually it was a test song so you know i buy i bought a microphone for myself mm-hmm. and the first project that wasn't like the first name of a beat that i had in my files and uh, i just put it in yeah it was like 3 a.m and i started recording and i made a song somehow i haven't released stuff for like two years and i've decided to release a song wow nice yeah, I saw your song on Dynamic. Uh, for my audience, I'm sorry to say oh, Dynamic is a pretty kind of, I mean, it's getting too popular right now. I feel like the channel's getting millions of views and the artists that are putting their music out there on this channel get a lot of exposure. So I'm very happy for you to be featured on that. Uh, oh, Jay, I know Jay for a very long time. He's like a very cool person. Who's Jay? Jay, Jay is an he's an owner of Dynamic. Okay, I didn't, I never heard about him, but I just know his channel, and it's awesome. So, and your voice kind of fits the channel. Uh, I feel like their content oh. kind of like represents what the channel is about. Uh, yeah, tell us also why do you do what you do? Like you said, you've been singing since age nine. Is that something that you've always felt natural doing, or it's something that later on you discovered that it could be your main thing? I mean, that's the only thing that I enjoy doing, to be honest. I like staying home, reading, and singing. That's it. <laughs> I mean, I can't make money on staying home and on reading. 
I can't make money on that, but I can do something about my music. Plus, there are a lot of people who text me, like people I don't know, and they say like your music helped me through bad times, or like I like your music, it makes me feel good. And when I read this, I'm like, oh my god, I like to make you feel good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So you're being impactful with your work, and people are just appreciate it, appreciating that. It's yeah, I can imagine it's a good feeling. I mean, even if I have like two people who like listen to my music, it's still great. Like you too spend your time listening <laughs> to me. I'm so grateful. Like this is amazing. Yeah, great. Okay. Uh, as you guys know, our topic today is music making. So as both of you just into music making, you and us been doing it for years now. I, I consider singing is a type of music making as well. I mean, it could be done as an instrument playing as a, a computer produced sound or it could be song singing in, in general so i think you uh have a lot to say about um inspiration it's i think where it all starts in any creative process so why don't you uh tell us where do you get your inspiration from does it come from things that you have consumed and encountered in your early ages uh, as a teenager or as a maybe even a kid or does it come from the trendy new stuff that are happening at the moment mm-hmm. i mean i see this is a favorite question of all people who ask me like my inspiration i'm telling you i'm a thief i steal inspiration uh i don't base my music uh on my own experience on my own feelings because Mm, I don't really like to open up much, but if there is something interesting I read about or I see in a movie, I kind of try to capture the feeling that I get during reading or watching this. And uh, I try to somehow... Mm, okay, so before I started a song, like even this test song, I always get first inspiration I get from is the, the beat. I mean, I always tell that producers are underrated as hell because, like, for me, 70% of a great track is great production, honestly. Yeah, and when I listen to the beat, that's where I get my first ideas from. And I'm like, then I, like, recall something in my head, like a movie or something that I watched recently that made me feel some type of way. that's how I build my lyrics. I usually my lyrics are usually like uh, freestyle. Like you is completely freestyle. Yeah. Right. So just, I just polish it later. Right. You just write whatever you feel at that certain moment, and you let the beat inspire you. Like not what I feel. Like I don't know. It's like I try to make um, a script in my head for something. Yeah. And then I try to put it into my song. And I try to imagine someone who would be in that situation and what would they feel when they listen to it. It's, it's weird. I can't even tell what it is. It's usually a freestyle about something that I read or watched. Interesting. Uh, Adam? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think I'm hearing some background noise of dogs barking uh, or something. Yes. Sorry, it's a, it is a it is a beautiful day outside, and and I, I have a I have I have all the doors and windows open because otherwise it would be extremely hot here. I will, <laughs> yeah. Right. Which is also kind of you know like I like you you're asking about source of inspiration, and to be honest, the place where I am right now is actually quite you know fairly inspiring because I'm uh, I'm in a, I'm very close to the city center of Prague, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so uh, whenever I just need to like reset my thinking, I just go up out to the balcony 
and which is exactly why what, what I just did, and that's why hence the and you know hence the dogs and and cars and stuff like that. <laughs> but anyway, so um, my source of inspiration. Well, honestly, I usually I usually write music for games, right? For that's that's pretty much what I have been doing most in yeah. my uh, say musician's career. So uh, the intent or the intention is pretty much clear. So, you know, music for the game and what, what game? Well, depending on, on what, what, what game it, it is, right? So, so when it was Kingdom Come Deliverance, it was, uh, it was clear that it was a story of, of Henry, who is, uh, who is a son of a blacksmith and, and uh, it is, uh, the, the period is given, uh, it's, it's, it's early 1400s in Bohemia. And since, uh, I was uh, contributing a part of the music which was uh, more mostly focusing on uh, medieval times medieval times um, that that was pretty much what I was what I was writing and what I was what I was scoring so um, and we had some quests which for which I was making music so one of the one of the quests was uh, was the, was uh, was happening in the in the monastery so obviously like uh the choice of music is pretty much given to you right what kind of music do we need well it needs to sound like a monastery and so these kinds of things right so um so whenever you have a requirement of someone who would like something from you you already know exactly what to do and that is a great source of inspiration to me right um and uh, if if i don't have any like uh, let's say external pool or external requirements i would do chip tunes <laughs> that's my that's my go-to that's my go-to uh genre and yes and like because i'm a i'm a great great fan of the old atari 800 xl platform it was beautifully beautiful old computer uh start which started which came into existence back in 1979 so it's like a super super old and the sound which comes out of it is just is, is great and is like super out of tune kind of a thing, you know, slightly, slightly, uh, well, pretty, um, pretty intense, very, 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 very sharp. And at the same time, very warm and very inviting, very pleasing at the same time, uh, pretty terrible if you, if you don't, if you're not careful enough. So, and the music yeah. is. And the sounds are quite defined, so uh, you cannot really like make your own sounds there. You have to you have to use what 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 is in there. So uh, what happens is that you are uh, that the constraints which you have, which means that the harmonies don't sound well together, and uh, melodies, if like specific intervals would be out of tune, then you have to start avoiding those things, right? So you cannot let's say have chords. With uh, you tell us about. Uh, what new method or new software you have uh, discovered lately that uh, help you make more interesting music? You spoke a little bit about Ableton. Uh, did you go deeper inside Ableton? Did you try it out? Did you try any plugins uh, or any kind of method? Like, look, um, I opened it. <laughs> I opened all the YouTube tutorials that I like found like for beginners that I found interesting. Uh, I even downloaded some stuff, like, I don't remember, like some stuff to work with. And uh, I was sitting there for half a day. Uh, tell you, to tell you honestly, I never felt that stupid in my life. Like I thought everybody can produce, it's not difficult. Everybody feels at the very beginning of their journey in making music. 
that it's so hard to know how these things work, right? I guess, but I'm very impatient. That's the thing about me. And I was thinking about it the other day, you know, um, I'm good at singing. And if I try to like take two chairs with, I don't know, two chairs at the same time, I might end up without being like at, at a single one. Because um, when you try to be good at everything, I, yeah. mean, I think you lose your time when you could perfect something you're really good in. Yeah. And I think I'm good in singing. And that's why I chose one thing. Like I can draw, I can like write, but I choose singing because that's what I want to spend my time on, and that's where I want to get better. And that's why I think singing is something I should work on more and more and more because you can never be too good in something. That's it. But uh, it's interesting point of view. Um, however, I know this artist that his name is Joy. Joy. Have you heard of her? I think. I'm yeah. Like yeah, I think I'm. Oh well, her. Joy is. Yeah, it's like um, her name is um, like kind of rare. You wouldn't hear many people called Joy, but um, yeah, she like sings very well, and also she produces like great beats herself. Mm-hmm. She even like music for other people. Um, and for me, like to, and she models too. She's also a model, which is like crazy, right? But yeah, there are these like rare people, all these things, let's say they can juggle many balls or like, as you said, with your um, kind of metaphor with the chairs that they can like, you know, take many positions. Yeah, I agree with yeah, you. Yeah, it's hard, but it's possible, I guess. I mean, yeah, but you know, I know myself, we are, people are very different. We all are very different. And there are people who are like pretty like good in multitasking. That's not me. <laughs> I have a straight line, like a straight line. And I have one point. I move from that point to another point. And I have like, I have to move like straight, like on my way straight. I don't turn any left, any right. I just know what I want. I want to be great at singing. And if I'll spend time on producing, I know I might. Like sometimes I don't sing, I don't record because I read. I love reading so much. I just end up reading days, nights. And I stop myself because I know that I need to spend time on music. Yeah, that's why I would love to learn how to produce someday. But I work with amazing people and I'm very grateful to these people. I never paid for beats in my life. They never, when I like, I say, can I like, should I pay you? Like, can I pay? They're like, are you crazy? Like I work with you because I like it. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, I feel so blessed for all of you. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah, artists just um, love to just be um, giving and collaborative sometimes, and it's also wonderful. Yeah, collaborations are great. Um, collaborations are great indeed. What uh, what kind of artists have you uh, worked with regarding instrumentals? Like how how did how do you collaborate with people, and which people have you managed to? kind of like use their work and use their, their instrumentals to sing on. Mm, okay. Uh, I'm a serial collaborator, how I call myself, because <laughs> for some time I didn't have any music up on my uh, SoundCloud, but I had like 26 or something songs on other people's pages. So I like just collected them in a playlist called Enos and that was it on my page. It was like empty. And um, how I work with people, usually uh, when I started with SoundCloud a few years ago, I just hit people up. The first person I hit up was 2X2A, if you have ever heard it, Tom, Tomek. And 
Yeah, we made a song and uh, the song went kind of well. Uh, Dynamic posted the song. It, it had like a lot, like a hundred or more thousand of views. I don't remember. And a lot of people just... Nice. Yeah, but just look it up. I don't remember. I'm not going to lie to you. I can look it up by myself, by the way. And... Um, yeah, it went very well, and uh, after that, it was a song with Accelerate, which made a lot of numbers on SoundCloud, and after that, a lot more people hit me up, <laughs> and I just started reaching out to people I wanted to work with. Uh, actually, I'm pretty shy by nature, and at first I thought, like, oh my god, they're like, so popular. But back then, I had like one or two subscribers on SoundCloud, <laughs> and, <laughs> and these people had like thousands and tens of thousands, and I was like, oh, you're Ines from Ukraine, like, sitting here in your room. <laughs> you're trying to work with them and it was very interesting with Noah if you know Noah um, he's a very great artist and a great producer uh, he produced my track Dao uh, yeah, how I found out about him so there is a song by Black um, Problems like list of my problems you know this song everybody knows this song I guess and uh, yeah. what I was thinking about is like Black is great he's amazing but as a singer I usually listen to the beat and I was like oh my god like who made this beat <laughs> like I need oh, I need so this person <laughs> right I just found uh, on Genius Noah I found him I was following him for like few months uh, I was liking his posts and stuff like about music and I was like you are like a genius I told him on messages like you are a genius like I love this track so much uh, and one day he just replied to me uh, I sent him a link to my song to one of my songs and I was like if you ever read this I would love to work with you he just replies one day like out of like I, I don't know nowhere he's like yeah sure I'll send you something I was like oh my god <laughs> Yeah, he, he's amazing. Like he's amazing. He didn't charge me like at all. He's very polite, nice, and just like I'm grateful for him and for what he's done for me. And the song did pretty well on Spotify and on SoundCloud. And Dynamic posted it again. Yes, thank you, Jay. If you will ever hear this, so, I think Dynamic yeah, helped me a lot with Twix Today. I hit one person and he just posted it, and other people started hitting me up. I love working with Helen as well if you know Helen, like a lot of people, all the people I worked with are like only people I like. I don't work with people I don't like. That's like, if I don't like you personally, if you like a shit person or if you like not nice, I won't work with you. That's one of my rules too. <laughs> yeah, but I think also comes to the content itself where, I mean, dynamic, they don't really post uh, or like, you know, podcast anything to their clients or fans. Um, so I think your music content was great. That's why they, just in the first place, wanted to publish it. Um, and I think, yeah, it's great to kind of look up look up at somebody, like a producer or a singer, and then eventually get the chance to work with them. I think that's a great feeling and uh, great oh, experience. I can't describe it. Like, I, I still cannot believe this. Like, this happened to me. Yeah, awesome. Cool. That's great. And yeah, Adam, nice. did, you just, did you just work with anybody that you were just looking up to and then, like, the collaboration or the opportunity just came up and you were very happy with that? Um, yes, uh, it, it did happen. And we have been making music since 2013, 2013. Mm. And uh, it's kind of, it's kind of difficult to make music because like to make music in the traditional way of, of, of the word, because uh, we, we make the, you know, the, the swing and country songs that I mentioned. Uh, so the, the, the band is called the Wasteland yeah. Thrillers. And, um, it's kind of difficult because we are, uh, they are, most of them are in the US and I'm, I am in Europe and uh, we are like two Europeans and well, we were f 
three Americans, but well, five Americans, but some people came and came and went. One of us, unfortunately, is no longer living, um, and uh, but we still we still manage to to have live live concerts, and that's uh, every now and then we just we just get just manage to to pull off a, a show. I just returned yeah. from I just returned from one uh, this weekend in Germany. It was it was beautiful, and yeah. So um, these things can happen. Um, and, and back in 2011, uh, uh, a gentleman not, called Adon360 uh, uh, heard one of my chip tunes, and uh, and sent me sent me uh, rap takes. You know, he he is a he's a rapper. And I was rapping sent, on your beats. Yes, and he was rapping on my beats, and and so we, so I, so I, uh, I re, I reproduced the, the the thing, gave it a bit more, gave it a bit more like a, a kind of contemporary drum, uh, drum beat, and these kinds of things, and we have a track together. That was that was fun. That was super nice. Nice. Yeah, and, yeah these things. Yeah, and then and my and my and my work for Kingdom Come was with Jan Valta. Jan Valta was the, is, has been the main composer on the project, and. He is actually my cousin, <laughs> so we're, we're cousins, and uh, we have been we have been making music since we were kids, and we were actually we were we were like making video games out of paper when we were kids. Oh, that's and, cool. Yeah, it was super nice, you know, and like uh, and so we were like like cutting like those holes and like uh, draw like drawing drawing screens and stuff like that with with some with some moving paper parts and. And uh, just to just to simulate that there is a video game behind that, right? Of course, we we wouldn't have any 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 logic to it. You know, it was just it was just those uh, like displays and like moving parts, and that was it. But yeah, and then uh, and then years later, we we joined uh, the video game industry. So that was uh, that was uh, that was super nice. <laughs> it's nice. By the way, I really like music in video games, but I cannot play any game for very long. <laughs> Honestly, you, you and me both, then, because I uh, I usually I usually stay only as long as uh, I mean I mean like only for the amount of time I need to understand the music in the game, and the moment I somewhat understand how the music works, I would not play anymore. <laughs> so <laughs> so I uh, I make I I play video games to study how. How how music is done in them, but unfortunately, I cannot really I can't really spend too much time on, on like making on, on playing video games. So. I'm bad in games. That's why I don't like doing something <laughs> bad in. That's why I don't produce. I feel like oh, Ines, you're bad. Go see. Oh yeah, this is actually very important to 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 know what what you're good at and do that, and know what you're not good at and not do that. <laughs> but then, yeah, but then, but some of the things that you're not good at, you still need to do them. I I I, I like doing sports, for example. I'm not much of a sports person. But I like I like playing squash with my wife, for example. But I'm terrible at that. You know, I'm I, I am I'm terrible at playing squash, and, and she always beats me. Uh, <laughs> but it doesn't matter because you know it's like, it is it is an activity I, I like I like doing. But yes, but doing let's say lots of activities like that that would spreading myself thin, and I, and I cannot do that. Yeah, I totally understand. But that's cool. I mean, I do sport, but I, I hate it. Like <laughs> do it for myself, but I actually yeah. don't like it. I'm like, can I just not go to the gym today? I don't no. wanna every day. Maybe try a different sport. You know, maybe maybe you just haven't found yours. No, I just go to gym. That's all my sport. That's okay. For me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. By the way, 
I just checked the amount of plays on the slow down song. It's two hundred nineteen k of views. Whoa, that's twice yeah. I made a lot of numbers. And so, yeah, I was just trying to ask you because you are somebody who does video games. Yes. Uh, and you know he like um, into the technical side of it so much. So I was just wondering about if you recently in this like last year or so you came. On or discovered some type of a method or software, it could be a plugin that help you a lot in making better content. Hmm, that's a that's a really good question. I uh, well, uh, every every piece of software that I that I that I am using makes my life better. Like, where do I start? Um, it's a really good question um, because it's kind of like after a while of making music. You start to get into the sport zone of repeating the same thing, and and then it takes a while until it discovers something that is uh, innovative and it changes the way you make music or it enhances the way you make music. Well, I kind of had to make my own way how to make music, right? Because I uh, because the adaptive music engine that 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 is used in Kingdom Come, uh, I implemented myself. So I had to I had to let's say build the entire workflow. And uh, the, the 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 music that the music engine that we that we now Im- are implementing with We Love Audio, it's it's uh, it is it is based on my expertise. So uh, yeah, so I I had to I had to write a bunch of of tools for you know for me to be able to do that. So uh, I think it's like it's like me being a programmer talks out of me right now. <laughs> um, yeah. So what is my what is my most favorite VST at this point? Well, I well I'm the just, most favorite or the least favorite? Uh, the most favorite, the most favorite. Well, I'm, I'm the most favorite. contact, yeah. of course, right? I, I I have a lot of lot of contact libraries. We have Cine samples. I have contact complete and all these kinds of things. So so yeah. that, so that is nice. Um, uh, and my least favorite. Well, honestly, I, I I would not know what what my least favorite VST is because those. Oh, no, 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 never, never bother. I just ask you about those cool things that you discovered that made your work better. I'm just interested in the best um, All right. kind of software you're using. Um, um, well, for example, I I really if I have to speak. I also mentioned that I'm using um, this new plugin by um, Output, and it's called Portal. Um, I'm loving this plugin so much because you can apply it on everything from vocals, drums to bass, or even on a master bus, and it gives a new kind of sound. Um, it has so many glitchy effects, and mm-hmm. also um, it kind of like makes sound um, sound more interesting. So, for example, if applied on a drums, it will make the drums like sound triple or quadruple more. Uh, powerful, and if applied on the vocals, it may, might make them sound more surreal or more uh, like reverby. Uh, if I know what I'm, if you know what I mean. Okay. And, um, if applied on a master bus, then it will make the whole track sound like interesting. It comes with almost a hundred plugin, but it's one of those you know kind of tool that when you use, you really feel that the producers did something new and not really like another synthesizer. It's not another reverb plugin. It's not another thing that already have been done. So I feel like, you know, I feel good when I'm using it. So you say output portal. Port- a port- uh, well, like portal by, by output. 
okay, I'll, I'll, I'll check it out. Oh, oh, there is so much about producing, I didn't know. <laughs> I'm not really advertising them. I'm not really sponsored by them. It's just a genuine um, like feedback from from me. Uh, yeah, you guys, tell us about like something that you do. I mean, you said that you're not into producing, but maybe like there's this new kind of ideas um, with recording. For example, you can do some um, filters on the microphone, um, or oh. you can apply some effects on your uh, maybe. Audio City, using FL or using any program. Uh, Audacity, I actually love it. It's so simple, just for my brain. <laughs> it's like you just open it, you just record, and I'm like, oh my god, like you are perfect. You like have five options to choose from, like what you have to do to record. So do something else. Yes, I'm like, oh, I love you. <laughs> uh, so I wanted to tell you something I was thinking about when you were talking about all these magic things. I don't even know what they are. <laughs> so um, magical, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the thing about this, when I get the beat from producers, and I, I actually feel bad that I don't pay now because <laughs> there is so much to it, and it like it has so many levels of working on it. And the funny thing is that when I hear like super hits, when I hear like super songs, and I hear like like Cardi B, I really like Cardi B. A or like Migos and stuff like Travis Scott I love Travis Scott he's like a great producer and he's like a great musician and when I uh, hear the bangers like great hits I think like yes that's amazing and everybody around says like Travis Scott is amazing like Cardi B she's amazing like she made this song or like Ariana Grande I don't know if she has a ghostwriter so she makes her own Britney Spears let's use Britney Spears so the thing about this I will repeat myself again I think the producers are super underrated because you put like so much work into the track it goes viral and all you get is like some like here is your like money like Thank you so much. Like here's like your like fifteen percent or something like that. Thank you for making my whole song. And <laughs> then I just put lyric and I like how I work. I get the whole ready beat, and I know I'm gonna use this beat to make my own melody on it. To like in, get inspired from it to put some lyrics on. But without this beat, I mean, I could sing a cappella, but uh, -uh. like mm -hmm. no. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I appreciate producers so much, and I will always do that. And if people don't give proper credits to producers, they are so shit. Like, I don't respect people who hate cats and who don't respect producers. Yeah, yeah this is something, this is very important. I, I, I also think so. We, we have a, you know, in my band, since we are essentially a group of producers, right? We, uh, we are songwriters and producers and instrumentalists somehow. So, so, we, uh, so whenever we have a song to be completed... And to be released, we always like spend some time on, let's say, negotiating the credits, right? So, so that everyone is, is properly credited, like like for the work that 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 she or he has done. This is very very important. That's still not enough. Like you see the name, like Cardi B, like someone like you, for example. I would love to see produced by, like for Black Problems. I wanted to know who the producer is so bad. Like, I was looking yes. for him. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, that's that's what the that's what the properly uh, filled out metadata on on some files are for, right? So, but not many people are doing it. Yeah, so that's kind of nobody does this, like especially on releases, like big releases, like uh -huh. big artists. They just give right. credits and like some in the end of an album, like look, look up, these people are playing my whole album. <laughs> they just came there, recorded my bars, and I'm like, I'm great. The fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely not fair, uh, but I think that's how the music industry work, and I hope that we will someday kind of change that. I if I blow up, I'm going to change it. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> perfect. 
Yeah, because to be honest, music industry is is what we make of it, right? <laughs> yeah, I just want you guys to like be like uh, honestly more known as well. And I, I think it's actually perfect when the producer gets as much money as he like worked on his own. Like if a singer worked on like fifteen percent of the song, like and performed it, like let's do it like forty, you get forty, and sixty go to people who made more and put more into this. That's what I think. I'm not greedy. I think everyone should pay it for their work like yeah. um, fairly fairly true 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 very true <laughs> yeah um i also agree with you i think it's true and i think that also um it depends on kind of like the record label contracts that they sign up to um and i think also artists choose to take different paths some artists take the path of becoming a dj and becoming a brand by themselves and also they can take the path where they become a, Like Kevin Harris, yeah? Like Kevin yeah, Harris, DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled or Zed. So you can take the other path where you become some type of a producer for rappers or for singers or for, you know, composer for video games. And that kind of like not giving the, uh, as you said, the producers a lot of credit, but... Well, that's cool. Like if the metro don't trash, I don't trash, you know this line. Everybody knows this line. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't know. Uh, do you do you uh, see like some credit on Spotify when you click on a song and where you preview it? That's a really good question. Let me let, let me see how our things look 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 like on it. Uh, actually, not on Spotify. Well, not on Spotify, but we have uh, Genius. Uh, Genius, have, you well, can see the lyrics, but also you can see sometimes brought by you know DJ Mustard or something. Like that. And yeah, that's that's what I like. I find people like that. <laughs> huh. Uh, I know that there are there is a way how to add credits on on, on Spotify. Uh, well, we have all our credits are on are on SoundCloud. Uh, when, when I when, when I look up our things uh, for for our I don't even have Spotify in my country. Like I use some distributors to work with oh, yeah. Spotify. I mean Ukraine, like Ukraine doesn't even work with PayPal. I don't know what to say about that's it. That's so sad, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I'm using. It's okay. I'm using DistroKit. You know, I, I same like same same. I love it. I love it. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Great. It's great. I, yeah, they are super simple. They're like, you know, let's, this is like, yeah, this is the way how we publish music. If you don't like it, like, just just go somewhere else. But this is how we do it. And we do it like like nice. I like them. I really like them. I never had any issues with them. They're actually very helpful because uh, Ukraine stopped working with PayPal at some point when I released the song already. And I, oh. uh, yeah, and they stopped like receiving. I can send payments, but somehow, I don't know why, I cannot get my money. And oh. when I was like uh, about to get my money, they sent me my money like to PayPal and I didn't receive them. And then I read about it and I was like so sad. I thought I lost them. I texted them, contacted them. I was like, like, here is a problem. This is what happened. And I don't know what to do. Like if there is a way to solve it. And like in five minutes, uh, some person like texted me from them. And they were like, sure. What is your credit card number? Great. No Great. Yes. I know. <laughs> Mm, this is great. This is really good. Mm -hmm. I noticed a lot of thing about music publishing that each artist uh, should have something called PPL number, and it is the number that the distribution or um, or a revenue collecting company kind of needs or gives to the artist in order to make sure that every artist gets paid a particular percentage mm -hmm. as they have read on. Um, and before I didn't know that, but as I was mastering some files for some record labels, I was asking this number and then so on. I applied for it and I got it. And then thanks to it, I was able to be registered officially to um, be granted like a percentage of any release that I'm worked on. 
Wow. But how do you get this number? Um, well, I got it for free, and every artist should get it for free on uh, PPL. Um, well, after the podcast, sure, I can send you their link, and you can have a look at what they do. But if you're working with labels, uh, they probably will educate you more about it and uh, show you mm -hmm. how you know it's it's working. Are they doing it? Like I work with one Russian right now. They just tell me like, give us all your song. Like we we're gonna do everything. Just just sit down and wait. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I have heard so much about record labels, no matter what record label it is, is that they're shady and they don't really tell. I know, I'm not signing anything just for a reading. I'll try it. I was like, not signing. And I don't really like reading stuff that is not interesting. Like, if it's not a book, I'm not going to read that. So just. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really not cool to read a whole contract. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I'm not professional, so I, if I will ever sign a contract, I think at some point of life I will need it. Um, I will get a really good person to and like to like, explain this to me. Like, Inas, this is like shit, and this is cool. <laughs> it looks like a candy, but this is shit. I'll be like, okay, I'm not signing this. <laughs> <laughs> are needed for sure. Like a lawyer, yeah. Yeah, I forgot the word because I'm Russian, you know, like Ukrainian. <laughs> My brain is thinking in like three different languages. I was lagging the other day. I was walking on the street and I started singing three different words in three different languages. And I was like, oh my God, I'm breaking. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. But I heard know that the Russian and Ukrainian are pretty similar to each other's. Uh, because we used to be like USSR. That's why. And like some, a lot of people are half Russian, like half Ukrainian. I'm like, I'm half Arab, half Polish, Ukrainian. I don't even know. I'm such a mix. I, I don't know about that. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. I think, Very similar. You know, maybe perhaps this is something related to creativity that the more uh, multicultural the person is or the more like uh, the person mixed. In, yeah, mixed or lived in other like regions would make them um, more likely to be creative. Uh, and like increase their creativity because I just I, didn't have friends because I was half Arab and people didn't like me uh, in no. school. <laughs> I didn't have many. No, I'm, like I was okay, but at some point, like kids can be really bad and they even bullied me because my last name was different, my face was different. In Ukraine, it's pretty bad with like racism and stuff. If you see the black person on the street and like there are no many like black people, I'm like normal with it because I'm myself. I'm, I'm mixed. I'm like I don't care about skin color like at all. I don't care. Like your race, your religion, your skin, it doesn't matter. You're just human. And people here, if they see like a black person, an Asian person, they will like, like, I don't know, their eyes will like pop, like, wow, because, oh my God, he's so different than us. And I'm like, what is the problem with you? And I was bullied for some time, but don't worry, I just, I bullied them back, so I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's great. That's great. <laughs> to hear that, but I like your opinion. Uh, yeah, I also agree that we all humans, and you know, uh, one thing that brings us together, I, I think, is music. And we think and talking, movies. I also think that that deal, you know, like this, like what was it? Music is based on like making music is actually based on trying to understand the other person's culture and trying to see, like you know, like what what kind of music they do. <laughs> and it doesn't really, it doesn't really, you know, like, uh, obviously I am from the central Europe, right? So in, essentially I, uh, probably a swing was never something which we would like naturally do here. Right. Of course we would have like swing things, but, but like, like the, the most typical swing things are, are done in, in, in the United States, of course. Right. 
or country music. We have a lot of country music, but let's a say K-pop. Do you like K-pop? K-pop is great. Yeah, I I don't I don't know how to how to write it and or, or how to produce it though. Yeah, K-pop is great. Absolutely, you know. They are uh, amazing. I like K-pop yeah. a lot. Yeah. So uh, so yeah. So it's it's always imp- it's, it's 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 really it's it's such a great. Uh, I'm, I'm not gonna say exercise, but uh, activity to trying to understand a different culture, trying to understand all the genres in that culture, you know, trying to understand, let's say, how people make music there, so that you can actually somehow you know, like borrow some, 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 some things from it, you know, somehow to get inspired because that is that is a source of inspiration right there, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, people expect me to do some like I don't know Arab music, I guess. I don't know. Ukrainian people, like my friends, they don't listen to my music because uh, not many people here speak English. And oh. they say, my songs sound like lullabies. And I'm like, it's okay, though. I like them. <laughs> <laughs> and they like, you know, say songs like, uh, I don't even know what, know how to tell you, but when I go to gym, I always bring my phone with me, like with my headphones. It's inconvenient, but I have to because when they play like our songs, like about like, baby, you like je- ripped jeans. And all the songs, he's like, baby, you like ripped jeans and i'm like oh my god just kill me right now like how is this even on tv i don't know ukrainian music is unique in its own kind of way i don't know they copy america a lot in a lot of things and there is racism in songs too that i don't like sometimes mm, but I, and i don't know like there are only like few artists here i can listen to that's why i when i since i was a child i was like listening my dad he's a sailor also, he was like he's a seaman. Yeah, he was bringing uh, a lot of um, like stuff that was not selling here, sold here. And I was listening to like different like music like from different yeah, like Europe and America. That's why I've decided someday I'm gonna be like you know there is a singer Anastasia, she's amazing and she's like one of the reasons I decided to become a singer. I used to like open my mouth and imagine I'm singing even though I didn't know English at all. I was like um oh, it's okay. Yeah. yeah, actually, you know what? My my father uh, was a was a professional singer, and he also so he also. Oh, wow. But he but he had but he had one thing in common with with your dad. He was also traveling uh, abroad, and it was still back in the back in the you know when the when the Iron Curtain was a thing. So it was Are you not from? from the Czech Republic, from from Prague. Uh, oh, I'm gonna visit it soon, like in ten days. Oh, really? Really great. We should. Yeah. We should, we should we should grab coffee or something. Um, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, so so he was so so he was uh, so he was uh, going uh, to he was traveling all around Europe, you know, for for, for mm-hmm. work because he uh, because it was pretty much the only way how you can how you could get uh, you know to the western part of, of of Europe without let's say joining joining whatever communist party or whatever was was there to to mm-hmm. to join right well of course I'm, I'm i'm like exaggerating a little bit but not but not so much and uh so uh he was also bringing stuff home which which was not really which was not really common in in here you know at that, yeah, that point yeah, so yeah, yeah. from uh from from the western europe you know back in at the end of the 1980s and like early 1980s so i got exposed to it somehow to the to the cultures which which were not so easily accessible here, mm-hmm. right? And that that would include classical music, that would include pop music, that would include all 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 you know, sorts of things, and and um, and yeah, and so I always wanted to do something which was related to to, to, to that part of the world somehow, um, and. Um, so that's why I was always like interested in in uh, 
in uh, in American in American genres and um, you know mm -hmm. in the American pop music and these kinds of things. And I uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> that's amazing. I used to listen to K-pop when it was like not even a scene. I used to watch their movies and to listen to. I like anime. I'm a big G. A big G. Honestly, I. I watch anime, but after I read one manga, there was like a live action. It was Korean, and I watched it, and that, that was it. I lost myself. And uh, right now, I'm really happy and proud to hear that people around the world, even in my country, they know what K-pop is. They know all these people, and I think like they, it's well deserved. I'm so proud because I used to listen to them when they were not so popular here, just in Asia. And when people around the world, like in America, they love BTS and in NCT and other people, I'm like, I'm so proud of you guys. Like you're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> That is nice. NCT, by the way, they're great people, great musicians. I love them. Well, I, I, uh, from from anime, I, I really love Ghost in the Shell. Of course, it's like a, I don't know what's this one, by the way. Uh, there, there is a TV series, and there is a there are two movies, at least two movies, and um, the TV series. Uh, there are two actually, two, two seasons, and they are really worth worth watching. And, and the music there is like exceptionally good. You know, How about Evangelion? Have you ever watched Evangelion? No, I haven't. I uh, actually, you know what? Uh, oh I'm writing notes as we as we are talking, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to put this one down as well. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So uh, let's just have another question where we could talk about, and I want to know about uh, you both advice uh, to, for anyone who is uh, thinking about starting to make music. I know we've all been there at that particular beginning where we were struggling with figuring out things. And uh, looking back at that time, like what do you think a good advice would be for somebody who is starting out just like you did before? What would you tell them? Mm, I mean, today... It's a great question because today I just watched like before our podcast an old interview of Jay Z, the person who I respect so much. He's like amazing, 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 and I love Beyonce too. <laughs> the thing is, uh, he said um, about advices uh, that if I give you an advice, I can give you information like how I did it, what I did to get to the point I'm at. But I cannot give any advices to you because if something worked for me. It doesn't mean it's not going to work. It's like, it's going to work for you. Or if something didn't work for me, like his uncle, he said, used to tell him, you're not going to sell any records. He's like, I'm selling millions of records. <laughs> <laughs> and it works for him. If it doesn't work for somebody, it works for you. Like, I'm so grateful for my parents because he, in, at hardest times when I was deleting all my stuff, my parents were just sitting down with me and saying, you are great and we believe in you so bad just like do what you feel in your heart they never That's force great. me to do anything they just like they support the hell out of me and they always say like you are great we love you and people will love you just believe in yourself That's and great. advice is just don't stop because i stopped and i lost some connections i got them back like instantly it's funny really funny uh, and I stopped for two years. I was like sitting there thinking what I want to be, what I want to sound like. And uh, 
not the only advice I'm gonna give is that just keep working. Like if you don't do anything, you're not gonna get any results. But if you do something, if you release something, even to place a place, so don't be afraid to release stuff. It's my big mistake. Just keep working, and with the time being, people who need you and people who you need will come your way. Nice, very nice. Um, I'm th I'm thinking, you know, I I will. Uh, I I think my advice would be find an audience. Yeah. Uh, I think that's that is very very important because it's uh it is it is nice to make to, to be making music for for yourself and like putting things uh, like, uh um, having a collection of, of of songs that you wrote and having like an archive of of, of riffs and an archive of of. Uh, of, uh, of music and tracks that, that you made, but in the end, uh, you're making music because someone else should hear it somehow. So, and that, it doesn't matter how, how big or how small the, the audience is, or it could be one person, could be many people, but it's important that someone else hears your music somehow. But you are completely right about the thing about this. It's like, you know what you're doing with your genre and like what kind of style you want to go after. So, you know, yep. people are going to listen to you. And for me, I never know I never know who is going to listen. Like, there was a person who texted me once, and he was like, oh, my God, I listen to Hardest Rock, but this song hits me well. And I was like, okay, thank you. It was a compliment to me because I don't know what my audience is. It's just, for you, yeah, but for me, it's just a bunch of people, or not, a little bunch of people who like my stuff. Yeah. Well, obviously, that is your audience, and you and you found it. So this is so so that's pretty much it. Yeah. Like, I have three supporters who always wait for my stuff, and I'm like, wow, perfect. You guys? One, that is three. that is that is wonderful. That is wonderful. Um, and another thing, maybe which is related to this thing, find the collaborator. You know, really, because collabs are 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 the best things which can happen in music, and it's and it's so much, and it's and it's and it's such great fun to to be making music with someone than just doing it on your own and you know <laughs> yeah. it's impossible because i don't produce so i need to collaborate right 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 absolutely, absolutely. that's interesting um yeah so um since we're talking about this uh you mentioned jay-z and you mentioned beyonce um, and you mentioned, you know, a lot of these famous um, music makers. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like wondering where is mainstream is heading? Because when I look back at um, like, you know, the years of, uh, you know, like 2007, 2008, where, you know, a lot of like R&B was taken over and then later. I yeah, like now it's the old school stuff. Um, and th then like came the era of the, uh, 2010, 2011, where it was a lot of house, a lot of electro. And then it was like a little bit moving towards pop. And then now hip hop is the number one genre. And where do you guys think like mainstream music is heading? I honestly, I have no idea. But what I think is that, that, that there is no mainstream today. Like like these days, it's not it's not as simple as it was. Let's say I don't know ten years ago, maybe let's say and 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 ten years ago was not as simple as it as twenty years ago, and twenty years ago was not as simple as thirty years ago, right? Because uh, there are there is a tremendous there are tremendous um, number of distribution channels and and all these kinds of things, and every every company would have their own uh, would push their own let's say singers and their own music, and so now we have. Uh, so I think that the mainstream is actually shattered into multiple, multiple streams. So we don't have a, 
So it's not like a one giant river. It's more like uh, having, let's say, 20, 30, 100, 1,000 tributaries like running in parallel, maybe like, you know, crossing each other somehow. So it's really, really hard to, to tell what is, what, is going to, what is going to happen um, in, the, in the next, in the next uh, let's say, decades, maybe in the next year, to be honest. So, uh, but then um, I don't think it's really, really... Um, important because it comes with uh, it's uh, it's just a question of whether uh, your audience that you have is going to be interested in your music and you can just and then you can just go out and, and, and grow it somehow right mm-hmm. because mainstream is pretty much everyone you know like mainstream means that your that that your audience is every every person on this planet right mm-hmm. and that's super super hard to achieve and I don't think that this is something which which uh, which is uh, going to happen for 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 many people, for many artists. So I think, um, and it's actually happening to 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 fewer and fewer because there are really like everything is fractured, like a, a fragmented and and stuff like that. Uh, but which is not which is not a bad thing because because uh, we have different ideas and different different music genres and let's say different music styles which are which are somehow competing. So people are really inspired to 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 uh do uh the best that they they they, they can and and, uh, and and we have a constant constant evolution and, and constant development of what is happening out there mm, i think you like i agree with you like a lot a lot like <laughs> <laughs> um the thing is about like where it's going uh you know like fashion back in the years they were like high waist jeans were like cool like after that the low rise jeans were cool yeah. and like today you can see like everything like tiger print anything is like fashion now like whatever you wear if it fits you like it's fashion same about music like there is disco right now but which is like very popular here in ukraine like there are super cool like disco songs like made by our people and other styles but it's about what, where it's heading you know i realized uh like these few years i was studying and listening to music you need like in us you need to rap like you need to learn how to rap because uh people love rap very very much like hip-hop and rap a lot people like this more than listening right now that's my opinion and even beyonce and jay-z like i love this couple like power couple a lot uh beyonce she is an amazing like uh writer as well and she made like beautiful songs that are like slow and like uh, lyrical and stuff but and they were like bangers but uh when they made the carters you know like um, if you have listened to it, uh, she raps and she's she's like she's good at it. And I realized that she is actually doing something that uh, is like mo- she's moving. Her music music is growing and she's she's changing. There are like, there are people who never change. They like do whatever they did like ten years ago. They don't like to move. And some people say that yeah, they don't like to grow. But I think they just they found themselves. That's what it is. And Beyonce, she found herself long time ago, but. I like how she likes to try new things, and they always like are good. She's always great in whatever she does. I, she's like a role model. That's amazing. <laughs> so I think it's like it's heading uh, more. I think hip hop is like taking over the world right now. Like rap, to be honest. I don't hear much rock. I used to listen to rock a lot before, and there was like period like Tokyo Hotel and stuff and rock like emo period when rock was very popular. Like it's still popular. It's classic. I think I love rock a lot, but. 
as I can see, like Travis Scott, Lil Pump, like Jay Z, at least Lil not Nas X, like his name is almost like mine, Inas Nas. This is amazing. Like they are moving, like they are changing something, and this is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nice to hear your point of view. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we just. It's the beginning of every rap song, you know. <laughs> No, but I don't think that it, like only rap is the thing that will like get people attention. Um, no, I think it's disliked by so many people right now because I think in hip hop a lot of things are portrayed in a negative way, such as drugs consumption and uh, yeah. the um, overexcited like. I don't uh, think you can like change it. Like drug, like it's so easy to get drugs in America. Like I like see in movies and I hear from my friends. It's crazy because here in Ukraine, it's not possible. Like you cannot get a gun. Like no, you cannot get drugs. Like some people maybe can, but it just I never thought like about like going and getting drugs because like no, it's like drugs is something from movies. For <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I don't read like everything. Is, like no, it's not like. Mm -mm. Some people ask, like, did you smoke weed? And I was like, I don't think I can find it. Crazy <laughs> like, what? I think I can find it, but still. Like, mm. Yeah. And also, like, how they portray um, the exaggerated, like, um, you know, love for materialistic stuff, like such as cars or expensive designer clothes or jewelry. Um, you know, um, it's great when you like wear, I'm sorry for interrupting, it's a bad habit of mine. The thing about designer clothes uh, is that it doesn't matter what you wear as long as you feel comfortable in it. But some people mm, buy fakes, you know, I don't think it's really good because designer clothes is not made for you to show other people that you are like amazing looking in these clothes. I think it's made for you to feel good. Like I made my money and I'm wearing my money right now. Like I look at myself and I feel confident. That's yeah, <laughs> but I don't think that you should like put Gucci all over like yourself and like go out looking like all Gucci. You just you can wear anything, like even a rug. If it looks good on you, it looks good on you. The video of Obama himself speaking about this. He said um, on some conference he was on the stage and he said that you know if somebody's so confident about their financial status, I don't want to see some. I don't want to see him putting a gold necklace or a diamond necklace on his uh, neck to really like get that message that he's doing well financially or he uh, wouldn't really need to like say that um, in the track or in the song for the audience to acknowledge that but anyways anyways I think it's always been part of hip-hop even if we go back to the 80s to the 70s where the hip-hop was kind of evolving starting out you'll notice that these things always been part of it and so uh, since they've always been part of it they are uh, what hip hop is about in the first place. So the new, the new hip hop is just an extension of the whole hip hop, and it's all the same. I think you're right. Have you watched the movie about Biggie? Uh, like uh, there is a documentary about Biggie. I realized one thing after I watched it. Uh, when he was in school, he started like selling drugs, and uh, that's how he started making his own money. And when he was like, like he said, going out of, like to the block on the block, uh, he bought himself like white Nikes and uh, a chain, a big ass chain and hip-hop it's based on respect that's what it's based on, that's how I see it and when you go out and all these people around, they see like, like you showing off your new kicks and you have like this big ass chain, you made some money like you're great, like you are like, 
you respect it. The respect to you look cool. Like you gave us an example of how to look. And if you don't have, and that's I think that's what what it is about. It's about respect. Like if I like I have Gucci like on my wrist, or like me like I'm so Gucci. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would still respect you regardless of what you wear. In my Actually, opinion, but... I like unknown designers. Like designers, nobody know. and people ask you like, "What is that? Like, what are you wearing?" Now I can be like, I don't know. I just me. I drew it. They made it for me. Or like some Ukrainian designer, or just like some H and M or whatever it is. That's how it is. Like it doesn't matter what you wear as long as you feel confident and as long as you're pretty, like in it. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. I want to change. Look, I like diamonds. I think I want diamonds. <laughs> I don't have any yet. I mean, I like silver a lot, and I don't mind having a diamond necklace. <laughs> just keep making music, yeah. Yeah, just when I get to the Grammy, I'm gonna get my first diamond. I have, I have three. I have three very small, uh, precious stones in uh, in the in my wedding ring. <laughs> I have ruby. I I like rubies. I'm a Leo. It's like my stone. So nice, nice. Yeah. Okay, cool. uh, I guys, it's been an absolute pleasure to being uh, here. And I, and thank you very much for for inviting me over, and thanks for all the all the interesting uh, interesting thoughts. And, and it's been a real pleasure. And, and thank you so much. Thank you. Bye bye. Goodbye. Bye. I can still ask you more things because you're a musician. Um, like, do you think that being a musician makes you perceive music in a different way than normal people yes. that have music? Absolutely. Like other people, when they listen to music, first of all, I cannot listen to people who cannot sing. Like you can call whatever, like I'm bad. But there are singers here in Ukraine who have like nasal voice. They sing into their nose. If it doesn't sound good, I'm not going to listen to your singing because I have a professional. I've been like uh, singing since I'm nine and I had like teachers. So when I'm listening to someone who doesn't sing, uh, I'm like, you, like you, you shouldn't do that. Like just no. It's not for you. Uh, I don't know. I just I don't I don't like when people try to do something they're not good in. And uh, I think if you try to sing, you should be able to sing. There there are a lot of singers. I hate auto tune. Like there is one thing I'm gonna tell you. Nowadays it's so popular and everybody puts auto tune on their voices. Like a lot of people do. If my voice becomes unrecognizable after you put auto tune on, on it. I say I don't need that because I have my own unique sound to my voice. That's what I think. And when you put other tune, I just sound like everybody. I don't hear myself in this anymore. And I'm like, I don't want that. I don't hear myself. True. Yeah, that's why I don't use it. Like someday, yeah, I might use it. But your song, like it will sound like just everybody's. I hear Travis Scott and I know it's his voice. It's kind of amazing. But some people like change my voice so much. Like they try. Like when I was recording my first songs with a Russian rapper, don't ask me about this. And he, um, I, I sent him um, my part in English and he pulled out a tune on my part. And I was like, who is that? Who is singing? That was my first like <laughs> with auto tune. And he was like, that's you. It sounded completely different than you. Mm. He like he was like, isn't that great? And I was like, that's shit. That's not me. Like you can you like use any singer who doesn't sing. You can like put auto tune on their voices, and you don't need me then. Like I was like, don't call me anymore because I'm not a part of that. Like it's not good. Basically, when you that's... when someone cannot sing, you can just put auto tune on their voice, and they can sing, and they sound like everybody else. 
So, um, but I think also like artists like, as you mentioned, Travis Scott, he managed, he managed to do it in a way that made him special and unique. But I think it came from one particular artist called T-Pain. Ah, T-Pain, yeah. Uh, no, I think T-Pain was more like, he was doing it previously, more um, like older than um, Kanye did. And I think I watched one of his uh, T-Pain's interviews and he mentioned that Kanye West, after he listened to T-Pain's album, they made up and he said that your project wasn't marketed in a better way or in a good way. So let me just do it my way. And then Kanye West took the same kind of approach that T-Pain did. And he made a project and he called it uh, Heartbreaks and 808s or 808s and Heartbreaks. Yeah, 808 and, and Kanye, thank you for that, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I think that the inspiration or the ideas came from T Pain. He's like a pioneer. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Like, he just seriously studied the the thing and he introduced it to the mainstream, and that's how like we know him for it. I listen to Kanye West, to other people with auto tune. I like it. Uh, I like the songs that they make. But if you sing, like if you are a singer, like like Beyonce or like Rihanna, I want. <laughs> When you hear Rihanna on radio, you're like, this is Rihanna. I know this is Rihanna. Oh, like, this is Beyonce because that's, that's her voice. But when I hear a song with, like, lots of auto-tune, and I'm like, who's that? Like, next time I hear, a diff I hear, like, this is, like, someone. Next time I hear next song with auto-tune, I don't know them because, like, it sounds like any other song. And I'm like, who's that? Again, same artist. No, like, I couldn't tell. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's definitely true. It's just because I'm looking at it from the singer's point of view. But back to the question, how do I um, listen to music? Like, as a musician, it's different, absolutely different, because my friends, they like to <clears throat> to listen to music uh, that, like, is, like, you can dance to, you can, like, be happy and stuff. And uh, when I hear music, uh, I just try to see how they build their lyrics. Do I like the lyrics? I don't listen to songs that had have stupid lyrics. I don't just I don't. If it's a real like real banger like Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, yeah, it's just it's for fun. He made it for fun. It's great. It's actually a genius idea. But I need I need something for my brain. I need like to feed my brain with something and I need to listen to lyrics. Because I myself I'm Ukrainian, so English is not my native language. I learned it by myself. So for me, it's important to know how to become better at writing. This is something I'm trying to achieve right now. And there are, like, I try to listen to lyrics more and to the way they sing. I don't learn from other people how to sing. I don't want that. I don't want to sound like anybody. But I, as, um, like, I don't know how to, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not in England, I'm not English singing person. Like right now, maybe I am. So I want to learn to become better in this. So I need great lyrics in songs. They help me a lot to make myself better. So I'm listening to lyrics. I'm listening to the way they build their songs. And I'm listening to the beat because the beat is like, wow, this is important as hell. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So you kind of listen to different structures. Like you're able to perceive like the layers yeah. of sound. You know that there's drums, but also there's different element that can be for example oh, I bass understand. I, like i'm stupid about that i mean i listen to the beat like as a whole like as a whole all right you listen as a whole okay that's cool and sometimes i like i send the song to my producers to one of them and i say 
I don't know what this is. Like you hear this like certain second from like to twelve second. He's like, yeah, like something like he says like something like kick or something else. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's him. I want that. <laughs> and he's like, no. <laughs> I gotcha. Okay. So I don't know. This is a shame on me. In like so many years, I don't know like different like names of all these things because I put my like time into I invested into like singing and uh, writing and listening more than to like understanding all the structure of the beat i should though i need i think after like today i'll put more work into this too i'll try to understand this yeah i think another good way to do that is to work with um producers and their studios where you can see what they're doing and you know i just came back home yesterday uh and uh, it's very different. I never met pe people like from like my work. I never met people uh, in real life and like link and work with them. I was always working online, and uh, I went to Moscow and there is a girl Julie. I work with her right now. We made a rap track in Russian <laughs> about girls. <laughs> like yeah, and this is like actually pretty cool. We were just sitting on studio, and when you sit with people together, you know there is energy sharing and you want to m make more and you you can do more and you have inspiration suddenly this is actually cool i want to link with people i like working with and to work with them in real life because this is so much cooler than working online to be honest i this is the type of thing that i expected in the first place that when you um work with collaborate with people do that do other things you kind of uh get like more insights about the whole general view. Yeah, sometimes um, I don't understand it, yeah. Yeah, and then it becomes easier and it kind of makes sense. Um, oh, that's a great question, actually, because, look, sometimes there is a scene that I like in a bit or something I don't like, and I cannot, since I, like, I don't understand the structure, I cannot even freaking tell, like, what I don't like. I'm just like... <laughs> and they're like, what? And I was like, oh, no, there is something like not okay. And he's like, how about this? He sends me another like, no, no, no. Like, it's it, this is worse. He's removing another thing, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's it. Like, he was like, oh, I just removed like the bass or something like, like this. And when I listen to songs, sometimes, uh, usually in a song, uh, it's very rare for me to listen to the whole song like all the time. On like my iTunes, I just, uh, I just go to my favorite part, and I can like I come back and I listen to like this. 15 seconds or 30 seconds of the song I like, I just come back and listen to them over and over until I get tired. I don't listen to the whole song. Like, there are only few songs that I listen to, like, entirely. Like, there are Beyonce songs, Rihanna songs, and there are instrumental songs. I really like instrumental music. And there is, like, a song by NCTU, uh, Seven Sense. It's um, a Korean um, group. Uh, and this song is just, like, this is amazing. And everything, the beat, their vocals. Everything is amazing. I'll, I'm sending it to you after we're done recording. This is amazing, actually. Yeah, sure. I will listen to it, for sure. Um, I also got another question about um, just being a musician. Um, and, like, I want to know, to be successful at that, do you think it has to be your main thing? Or can it be something that you treat as a hobby? And then later on, it might become... Um, very like uh, interesting for the artist or you know what is your approach to that like what's your opinion or your thoughts no I want, my, I want Grammy in my room <laughs> 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 I even have places I wish you a Grammy too why not yeah 
I'm joking. Um, I don't think like it's like I'm not working for words or anything. But I want it to be my career. I don't see myself doing anything else. I'm not good at anything else. I'm only good at like staying home and reading. I told you already. But I like if I if there is like no music. What is like? What, what am I living for? I was questioning myself so many times. Like, do you read about music I theory? read uh i read about artists i read their stories i read what they think about i like people who talking about themselves but i know like i cannot use the experience for myself uh, and today i just i had like this video i saw this video from jay-z and this is like exactly what i think yeah people can tell you uh how they did that but they cannot tell you what to do because you have to learn and to figure it out by yourself. This is very important for an artist to learn themselves. To if and also there is one thing like if you don't like what you're doing, why other people should like some pe artists like release stuff and they like I don't listen to my songs. Like I used to be like that, but it's same with, with love. You say I love you to somebody, but if you don't love yourself first, you don't love anybody. This is with music. If you don't like your music, other people will not love it like some people might but why should they if you don't like it why would you feed them something you don't eat yourself yeah interesting point true yeah um i think we need to work on something and then until we actually like like it and be confident with sharing it before we actually do publish anything yeah, um i like you i really so like this song you never know sometimes like um, you know, I made a song and then I wasn't like very happy with it, but I just finished it. So I kind of felt like I put in it. And then after I do that, post it. And then like after that, uh, people like it, you know, <laughs> it's strange, but you never I know you because there are that. different people, different tastes, but you know, you have to live with that song up for the rest of your life. You already gave it to people. And at some point, if you don't like it, I mean... At some point, something like uh, some artists can blow up with a song they actually didn't like, and all your career almost, if you're unlucky, you have to make the same exact songs. And if you start hating music, what you're doing, and this, it might come to this point, like you know what I mean, then I don't think it's a great idea. I, even if a lot of people like it and you don't, like what is the point? You should like this is one like enjoy it, no? Yeah, definitely. I totally agree. You can't do it for other people. If other people like it, but you don't, like, I don't see how it's good. It's not good for you in any ways. You shouldn't make yourself feel bad. First of all, I always tell to myself when I, like, there are hours of self-hating, I say, you have you. Like, if you lose, like, everything, you have you. So you can always start and you Just don't lose yourself. That's it. Yeah. Or I think that some artists do have to, uh, as they say, sell out, which means they do things that are not necessarily what they prefer to do, uh, but it's done in order to gain more um, value or more revenue. So a producer might be interested in making ambient music, but then... Sometimes told me I should make like autotune songs to blow up, but... You yeah. hear me singing without it? No. Why? Because if I don't want to blow up with something I don't like, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to sit and wait for my time to come. Great. That's awesome. That's wonderful. I mean, I think that you're kind of like blowing up right now, technically speaking, <laughs> with having to look at the numbers that you've been doing. Um, I think it's quite impressive. And I think you are definitely an artist on the rise. You're definitely growing people's attention. You're growing your audience. Um, oh, and 
becoming more um, like prominent. And I wish that you stay focused on that because I think your content really um, so far has been uh, quite interesting. I'm not next month again, don't worry. I'm not staying low anymore because I had two years to think about myself and what I like. That was enough for me. And I was there was a period of time when I didn't listen to music because I couldn't, you know, I hated it. I don't remember what happened exactly and why I started hating it, but I didn't want to hear music. I just didn't want to think about it, to think how to make it. I just didn't. That was it. I only made one song that I'm proud of during the period, and it was a song with me, Kilbend and Helen, uh, The Requiem. That's the song I made, and I thought like that was enough for that time. I loved it a lot. I was still making music sometimes, but I didn't like it like at all and I deleted all the projects because I, it was just not me I lost myself that was it was scary when you lose yourself that's the scary scene that's why my only advice will be like keep moving and the second thing I want as all people to do is like like hold yourself together never lose yourself depression is bad and you know you are alive you breathe you like you if and like until you die you can change anything and you can you can live a nice life if you try hard. Yeah, true. I mean, no, no, uh, not, like no, not don't try hard. Like if you like try, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I think you're giving him some wisdom right now. You're giving him some like philosophical advices, and that's also cool. I feel like I'm artists. Philosopher, by the way, this is my education. <laughs> I mean, you know, but seriously, like I feel somehow that artists are creative people, and uh, from that creativity comes wisdom. Um, I think we take life in a different way um, than most people do. I don't think I'm a wise person, to be honest. I think you are. Um. <laughs> I do so many stupid things, like in daily life, and I'm like, I, I cannot even open candies the way today. I realized my friend showed me how to open candies. I ate for years, and I had to cut, like, to cut it to open it, and there was like a little button you had to push and you open the candies and also, <laughs> i couldn't open the candies the right way and she did that like she popped it in front of me and i was like magic like how, do you how do did that? you do that and she was like Ines, like how could you not do that in, like so many years i had to go like get some scissors cut it and to open it and i was like why did they make it so difficult to eat you are just thinking in a different way that's all and it's okay i mean you gotta embrace that that you're just special i guess or unique in your own way and that's dope just that's sometimes one day i had only one piece of bread like i didn't want to go out to the shop and i was like i really want a toast right now i don't know why i have decided that making it on a frying pan is a great idea but i somehow looked at both toaster and frying pan and i was like i choose you and I burned it. I burned the hell out of it. I couldn't eat toast anymore. And when I when I finished with all of that, I was sitting in my room thinking, why did I choose? Like, why did I choose that? Why did I do what I usually do? You were experimenting with this new method of toasting I a bread. I don't know. I just I didn't think normally properly. I wasn't functioning. I was just like I, I was breaking. I don't know. It's like let's do that. Uh, and then and right now I have a great lesson and I when I see the frying pan I'm like no I'm not friends with you I'm not touching you anymore I mean listen if you do the same thing with music you try new things it might end up with something fresh and cool I tried rapping you know for the first time in my life I can rap in Russian this is like what like what 
and it, because this girl, she was like, let's try something hard. Her husband, he is a very great artist in Russia. He's well known and he's like a singer and a great producer. And um, she was like, he's got this beat for us, like rap beat. And I was like, I never tried rap. She was like, me neither. And we just sat down. She made like, she was like, let's imagine something. And we just made the song in like a few hours and it's like i'm proud you know i know i'm now proud of my russian songs because i'm don't think i'm really good at writing in russia this is actually weird but when i heard this song when we finished it and i was like the, like the hell we're like actually great russian girl rappers it's gonna be out soon i will definitely show it to you and i'll translate wow so it was so good that you decided to release it uh, it's gonna be released soon yeah we awesome we even went like people in ukraine like in my city and in moscow are so different because moscow is a huge city and to get from one point to the next point takes a lot of time and people cannot afford to think too long there people are slow here but when she was like we finished the song and she calls her photographer director and she says we need a location like she makes a location we need you right now like you're free he's like i'm free we're going to shoot our cover and we just in we just made a song. We didn't even know what we we're gonna do. We go into a different like part of Moscow, and we go into shoot up for our cover. She's calling a different friend because we need another girl in the cover, and she's coming to us too. And then we just yeah like we went and and, and the next day she made me a Russian song from my English song. I'm gonna release both versions, Russian and English. And she just called her director uh, at night, and he she was like, "Are you free?" Uh, and he was like, he's a very cool director too, by the way, he uh, directs uh, videos for like celebrities here in Russia and he's like so talented. And he's like, I'm free, like only at night. So at 4 a.m. he comes to <laughs> Airbnb uh, and he, he uh, we go on taxi to the forest, like with no people around and like and on the road, there is like no cars on this road. And we just, yeah, we just filmed the video at 4 a.m. like in Moscow. 4 a.m. at Moscow sounds like a Drake track title. You know how he does it? I should make a song like that, shouldn't I? Yeah, you should try to, like 5 p.m. at Odessa and you just rap about being there. It was such an experience because, you know, I'm, I'm a wallflower. Not anymore, I think. I have so many uh, like great things to explore that I never used to do before. It was a challenge for me because i'm a homestayer and now i don't want to stay home anymore that as much i love my home i'm not gonna lie about that but now i like i learned a lot of new things and i don't want to stay the same i want to change myself i liked it, it was interesting still i don't think i will ever want to try like drugs because i don't like the state when you like um you cannot control yourself or when you don't know what's happening to your body. I think my body is important to me, very important. And this is, like, I always say to myself, you are the main thing you have and the only thing you actually own. So take proper care of yourself. I'm not going to lie, I like wine a lot. So I'm like, like, when I get drunk, the next day, when I feel bad, if I actually do get drunk, I'm like, why would you do that to yourself? Yeah, that's kind of, yeah. I don't know, I mean... I think being in the state of drugs uh, makes you less conscious about... I don't think it's going to help my creative process at all. I don't. Because if, if, like, if there is inspiration, it's going to come to you when you're sober. When I'm, like, drinking wine, I don't get inspired. I never wrote my songs when I was, like, uh, drinking or anything. Like, it's not like I drink a lot. I do sometimes. Uh, and when I do, I just want to relax. 
I just drink a glass like with my parents or two. And after that, I just need to read. I don't need to make music or to do anything. I can't sing. When I eat or there is a funny fact about me, I cannot sing when I, when I ate, like, because you need to breathe with, like, your stomach. And if I <laughs> ate before, that's true, though. Uh, Drinking cold water kind of harms your throat and makes it less... Um, yeah, it, may, it, may, it makes some cracks or something. I'm not sure about it. I'm not good in, like, this. I'm not a doctor. But the thing about this is I, if uh, some people uh, like invite me to birthday and they ask me to sing, I won't eat until I have to sing because I won't be able to sing and to sound the way I have to sound. So I'm just sitting there drinking like tea or something and, and I don't even drink alcohol because I know I have to go and to give it my all if I'm singing. <clears throat> That's why I don't. Like I hear about some rappers that really need to... like few, uh, exactly, they need to be high as hell and like in order to write something creative, but also in order to like, like some in some Wiz Khalifa or Lil Wayne or you know, records, you will hear them at the very dog. beginning. I love his dog, he's like such a chill person. Yeah, you will hear them at the beginning of the record, they kind of like light up a joint with their uh lighter, and you can hear the lighter's sound, and it's kind of becoming part of their signature or uh, I don't know, singer rapper tag that they're using. And, um, yeah, I heard it in so many tracks. And I, at the beginning, I didn't know that it was a lighter sound. But then I kind of, like, paid attention more because I found, like, a recognition and a passion in this. And I realized that, oh, perhaps it's a lighter sound. And they just lighting up something to smoke in a studio while they are. Uh, yeah. But I, I understand that you're not like that. You're different in that way. Yeah, very different. But I have nothing against, like, what other people do. And I would never... Uh, like if you want to do drugs, this is like your own choice. Like I'm not gonna tell you don't do that. I mean, if I care for you a lot and I know this shit might harm you, I'm gonna be afraid that something might actually like I don't want to lose people I love and like, I don't want to lose like things I love. And uh, I think every person is like possessive in this kind of way. When you love somebody and you care for somebody, you would try like to tell them like don't do that but i don't think i would choose a person who will get fucked up because i need to share the same interests with the person if i don't connect with the person on all levels it's not gonna work and if like you want to do something i'm not gonna take your freedom away from you yeah yeah like you are your own person like this is cool if we are together like we support each other but we're not getting in a way that's how it should be yeah interesting yeah, I think I need to run soon too. It was a lot of fun, and I don't want to end. Uh, this. <laughs> Let's talk one day again. When I get my Grammy, call me. <laughs> I'll give you an interview. I wouldn't be able to reach you when you get a Grammy, unfortunately. You'll be so big that your AR or your uh, assistant will to me. <laughs> you're going to be so big that like you're not going to talk to people. I don't, I think the only thing that I want to keep. Like, it's to keep myself like the way I am. I want to stay humble. Like Kendrick Lamar say, bitch, be humble. No matter how high you get, if someday I'm becoming a bitch, just send me this audio because I think uh, no matter uh, how great oh, you are and how many people love and support you, if you become shit, there is this amazing scene called universe and amazing scene called, called karma. It's going to hit you so bad. So you just need to stay humble, stay true to yourself, and don't be bad to like people who treat you nicely. I think you should treat people with respect if they treat you with respect. That's it. Great. Well, 
Thank you so much for joining Mod Breeze. And next episode, probably we'll have more artists to be featured on. Um, I'm going to continue to do these amazing, random, spontaneous podcasts and have more interesting people. It was an honor to have you. Also, uh, please tell people that are listening to us right now, what is your social media handle or tag that they can follow you on? Inas, I am on IG. Inas, I am at IG. And this is Inas on Twitter. And you can find all my links on my IG, on my Twitter, like SoundCloud and Spotify and everything else. Cool. And you got a new song that just came out on Dynamic that is titled... I like you.